This is what I've been saying, the three L's, listen, learn, and lead. The advisors that do that are the advisors that are going to win. The value of bespoke advice has never been higher. You're listening to Coindesk's On Purpose with Tyrone Ross. An infrastructure, money movement, security. The wealth management space is not set up to deal with the client of the future. And man, is that an incredible opportunity. A licensed investment advisor and powerful storyteller, Tyrone has a passion for digital assets and their ability to disrupt our current way of life. How do I protect myself? How do I protect my firm? How do I protect my clients? This show is for advisors by advisors. Advise on purpose in the arising realm of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. And now, Tyrone Ross. Welcome back to another episode of the On Purpose podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Ross. What is going on, everybody? This is the last. episode that I will be doing from the great state of New Jersey. When I got here, it was 30 degrees, windy and raining. And now as I leave, it's going to be in the 90s. Not sure what's going on with this hyperbolic weather here on the East Coast, but I look forward to getting back to San Diego, sunny and 70 every day. So many awesome things have happened while I was here. I want to shout out everyone over at the CFA Institute. It was the opening keynote for the CFA Global Summit uh, this week, which was a wonderful time. The team over there is absolutely phenomenal, very welcoming. So many cool things that will come out of this breaking the ground, which I believe of starting a conference with purpose and with giving and with collective intention, as I spoke about. And I think what I hope happens here is every conference does this, you know, But what a wonderful time, was able to get interviewed by the CEO of the CFA Institute after my talk, and we took questions, and it was phenomenal. So if you haven't looked, I think there'd be a replay of that. There were so many wonderful speakers lined up over two days, but what a wonderful time to the whole team there. I appreciate you, especially to Blair Dukeney, who suggested that I get the opportunity, but also was able to spend some time with the uh, team advised, went to the Vise headquarters while I was in New York City. Samir will have him on at some point, talk about what Vise is doing. And it's really interesting if you look at who was Samir's roommate. Folks would be shocked to hear who his roommate was. So he's definitely well-versed in crypto. So look forward to having Vise on and Samir on to talk about what they're doing. Again, I've been on the road like crazy. We'll be on the road even more coming up with so many insights, so many things that I've gleaned and conversations that I've had. When I actually get some quiet time, I'll be able to knock out some really cool pods with some really cool guests. Also recorded something today that will be coming out soon, and hopefully I can have that individual on the podcast here as well. So stand by. I got some big things lined up, and I'm working on a ton of big things myself, some big announcements coming. So stand by, everybody. So why are we here? This podcast is about what I believe every financial advisor needs to understand about the permissionless conference that just happened. And the permissionless conference is a conference that's all about DeFi and Web3. And there's a lot there, right? It was a lot of news coming out of it. And most advisors probably didn't pay attention to it. But here's why I think you should. Everyone has heard me talk about 
an AUA non-custodial discretion future. Assets under authorization or advisement, right? Just held away. Non-custodial meaning assets on chain and non-custodial just simply meaning not, you know, not as a custodian in the client's pocket. And discretion meaning the new version of discretion where I think it needs to be updated. We're not necessarily the advisor transacting on behalf of the client or making decisions on behalf of the client, but discretion just simply meaning I'm going to let Mr. and Mrs. Advisor see it, and I'm going to let Mr. and Mrs. Advisor give me advice on what I am doing. So AUA, non-custodial, discretion future is what every advisor needs to be prepared for. Again, just for those listening at home, when I say advisor, I mean the registered investment advisors, the actual firms here. This is what we need to be concerned about. So a lot of things coming out of permissionless, but a few things that I think financial advisors should be paying attention to. The first is that I said before, right? Robinhood had two million plus people waiting for their self-custody wallet, right? Two million, not to mention 20 plus million people transacting on their platform with crypto. Big numbers. Also a great place to stop and say the block or the cash app have come out and said that they have 10 million folks transacting Bitcoin on their platform, 10 million. But at the permissionless conference, Robinhood announced that it is launching a Web3 self-custody wallet. So now they are taking the next layer of opportunity here and bringing it to their clients to give them the ability again to self-custody, but now interact with everything Web3. This is huge. Because you see already with the last couple of weeks, Coinbase announcing their NFT platform, which has been sort of a dud, but they have to work through that. And now Robinhood following suit. Mind you, all of this has happened while the price of Robinhood and Coinbase have been crushed, right? And they're looking for new areas of growth. And I think everyone is looking to Web3 for that. And a lot of the conferences this year, you haven't really had news coming out, right? The Bitcoin conference in Miami was wasn't anything earth shattering. And all of this is happening with Terra Luna and Crypto Winter in the background. So I think some of these announcements, especially as far as wealth management is concerned, just kind of was swept under the rug. Where do we go next? Well, Coinbase wallet then comes out, right? Coinbase says that their Coinbase wallet rather is the most downloaded wallet over the past year. Think about that for a minute. Because one, again, that plays very well into that AUA, non-custodial future, but it plays well with what just happened with the last episode where I spoke about what Coinbase said in their 10Q and having assets at their actual platform can be used by them in the event of a bankruptcy. And now they come out and say that the Coinbase wallet is the most downloaded wallet over the past year. So unique timing, sure. But again, I think that is very indicative of where the space is going. If you haven't already, head over to the permissionless Twitter handle and just look at some of the stuff. You'll see all of this data there. Another piece of data that I found interesting, there were so many interesting things that came out of this. 20,000 creators earned money using Ethereum in 2021, earning a total of $3.9 billion in revenue. Think about that for a minute. $3.9 billion in revenue. 20,000 creators. This is the opportunity here. Is it early? 100%. No one's going to argue that. It is absolutely early. But $3.9 billion in revenue to 20,000 creators. And when you look at what the traditional platforms 
the Web2 platforms have paid out to creators, Spotify and YouTube and those folks. It's abysmal. But you compare it to this, it's exciting times. You can see why folks are fired up about Web3. Long way to go here, but the numbers and everything coming out of this is staggering. So a couple things to that. As you start to look at the players here, and if you're an advisor, I think this is where you need to lean in. Why does all of this matter? Well, it matters for this reason. All of this is happening away from us. It is happening in a way that is very easy, but more importantly, it is something that no one needs permission, hence permissionless, the name of the conference, but there's no permission needed. There's not much KYC AML. It is something that you don't have to go to an advisor for a firm or any type of traditional financial arm and go through all the leaps and bounds to get access. It's right in my phone. And everyone is making it easy. Robinhood making it easy. MetaMask making it easy. Coinbase making it easy. Uniswap making it easy. Again, how about that? Here's another. Speaking of MetaMask. From 1 million monthly active users to 30 million in two years. This is why you want to pay attention to this. This is happening away from financial advisors, away from the entire space. And speaking of that, right, Coinbase Pay will be integrated into MetaMask in the future. It was an announcement that came out, right? That is huge. Again, the UX, UI of all these DeFi platforms right now is, let's just call it what it is. It is abysmal. It needs to get better. We need a lot of hello product people. We need you to get into the space. <laughs> we need you to get into the space in mass product and designers so we can have better interfaces. But Coinbase Pay and MetaMask linking up is very powerful. And with that, so you have Coinbase Pay, you have MetaMask, you have their self-custody wallet. And then all of this is happening. You know what I'm about to say on chain on-chain data, on-chain assets, right? So now once you have that wallet, you can do everything on-chain. This is where there is a lot of power with dApps and games and on-chain mutual funds and indices. Everything eventually is going to be on-chain and it's going to be very clear and transparent. Advisors need to see this data. You're going to need to see this data, right? By the way, this is a great place to say you also want to pay attention to what's going on in permissionless because you hear this wallet thing a lot, wallet, 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 where the nomenclature, if you will, or the verbiage in the financial advisor space is an account, right? Well, an account isn't necessarily a wallet and a wallet isn't necessarily an account. So I think that has to change and that will change as this continues to be built out. If you look at an example for a fire block who has, you know, a wallet for a particular individual that can hold various assets. Things get really interesting here. While we're here with Coinbase, they're giving you this wallet. They're connecting it with all of the other wallets that are out there. They're allowing you to get NFTs. They're allowing you to pay. It's an all-in-one. And the CFO of Coinbase was on CNBC, and she mentioned that what they are seeing is folks come to Coinbase they're seeing assets leave Coinbase and they're seeing assets come back. Man, oh man, there's so much information and insight here that can be gleaned from all of that. The entire space is literally like this is happening in real time. As much as a disaster that Terra Luna was, it, it was financial 
engineering happening in real time. The disaster was in real time. The amount of wealth destroyed is sad, right? Which is why I said do it with Chuck E. Cheese tokens. But the the tinkering here of looking at Web 2 and now where Web 3 is going. And again, I know all of these terms and all of these things to the traditional folks. It's just like, what is this? But I think if you look at the natural evolution of how technology evolves, how the young folks, I was talking to a 25-year-old who works at Deloitte, and all he was excited about was NFTs and Web3 and starting a company around Web3. And this is my chance, and I can build the future. 24, Gen Z, almost 70 million of them, right? They are incredibly excited by this opportunity. They don't want to miss this. So I think what Coinbase is doing is realizing that we need to bring all these folks into the fold. And while we're talking about this Web3, decentralized, whatever, a lot of things to pay attention here. TikTok, right, is going to have, to a point this year, we'll cross over having more viewers than YouTube. Astounding stat. Snapchat, the greatest amount of users who are Gen Z, they use Snapchat. Snapchat is the thing for that demo. So you have Snapchat, you have TikTok. You have P2E gaming, you have NFTs, you have Robinhood, and you have meme stocks. And oh, by the way, FTX announces that they're now going to have free stock trading, and Robinhood has free trades, and all of these different things, right? Fidelity, 10 million folks that are 18 to 35. There's something going on here. By the way, Fidelity's telling you we have 11 trillion AUA, 12 trillion total in that space, as I mentioned last time, but $4 trillion in self-directed. This is an AUA, non-custodial, plus discretion story. Forget what I believe. It is in the data. It is in the data. It is all there for everyone to see, and it is happening in real time. Let's not even get into DAOs and the ability to collectively get people around an idea to be able to raise capital, to be able to fund mission-driven projects, to be able to align and govern themselves in a way that you never could before anywhere in the world in real time. So I encourage all financial advisors to just go look at what happened in some of the announcements that permissionless. There's a peek here into what the future is. And one of the things that is stopping it from just being a straight avalanche is the user experience. It's bad. It's really bad. But it's going to get better. And it's not going to be bad for long. And when it does get better, I think what we're going to see is a lot of advisors realizing that, wow, now it was just my client has a Coinbase account. But now is my client has a Coinbase account. They are staking with Figment. They have a Uniswap account using Binance. They have a Coinbase wallet. They are using dApps there. They have an NFT portfolio on OpenSea. There's a million things that a client's going to walk in in their portfolio. And by the way, I'm borrowing against my NFT portfolio and I'm getting yield here and I have a BlockFi credit card. And yeah, I don't really want to hear about your traditional IRA portfolio. And ETFs. And there's so many things that are coming. Shout to the team at Mango, shout to Index Coop. All of these, this is there's a lot happening here. Alongside 
There's a lot happening on chain. The shift is here. And I think the news coming out of permissionless, man, it gets you giddy if you are looking beyond the traditional, if you will, or legacy coins or Bitcoin in your East and looking at the possibility of stable coins and DeFi and Web3 and DAOs and all of this. So I think it's something that financial advisors should be paying attention to because I don't know right now if it's a portfolio allocation story for financial advisors with crypto. We can see from the flows that it's still not there yet, but I do think it's a big data story. It's an information story. It's an analytics story. It's an insight story on all of this data that is being created by millions, millions and millions of folks that are transacting away from traditional financial services. And it's only going to grow. I want to end on this because I know all of you know Jim Bianco, right? And he's been doing some wonderful spaces. But here's what Jim Bianco said at Permissionless. I will read it to you. DeFi is in direct competition with Wall Street. DeFi achieves its promise. It's going to be a lot of people at JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and City that won't be very happy. Drops Mike. Um, but anyway, that is what I'll say about that. Shout out to everybody that is tuning in, giving feedback, and sharing the pod. Appreciate you all. Like, subscribe, share wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I appreciate you. As always, of course, nokidhungry.org. I appreciate so many people that have been aligning here and continue to push the mission for No Kid Hungry. I am on a little bit of a Twitter hiatus, but man, when I get back, ooh, we are shaking it up. Do you hear me? So stay tuned for that. Shaking it up for change, shaking it up for purpose, shaking up the industry. There's some big things coming. You already know, you've heard it a million times by now. I hope you got your, you know, flights and hotel and everything booked. Consensus, June 9th through 12th, Austin, Texas. It's going to be hot. It's going to be sticky, but it is going to be a lot of knowledge share and good people and food and good times going on down there. So make sure you come chop it up with the CoinDesk family down there. And of course, if you got questions, you got comments, you got concerns, you want to come on the show, podcast at coindesk.com. I will see everybody on the left coast next time I tap in. Y'all be well. Love and light to you. Talk soon. I appreciate you. You're listening to On Purpose with Tyrone Ross. Today's show is produced, edited, and announced by Michelle Mousseau. Our theme song is Walk With Swag. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at podcasts at coindesk.com, subject line, on purpose, or leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening.